Oh, I can't breathe. I miss you guys. I want to record in person really bad. <laughs> yeah. On my wine glass, we have LOL. Oh, my God. FML. This is my start, second baby? FML. Oh, whoa, whoa. See, my cup is very deceiving. There's no words, but like it looks like a normal cup, but it's mm-hmm. got a big, thick bout, like booty at the bottom. It Hell yeah, it good. does. Yeah, it's got a lot of, you know, good amount. Got the ice. We ready to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no, <laughs> they're back. And they, they had a little. They're back. Friend, a little burp friend came out too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not um, our first did day. Did everyone? Did everyone take the quiz? Yes, I did. <clears throat> yep. I'm I'm anxious. All right, so I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to know who got what. You want to know our scores <laughs> or the answer? Well, I want to know the scores, but I think we need to explain why we did this. Oh, sorry. yes. I'm so sorry. Morgan, do you want to explain it did. with your horse? <laughs> <laughs> no, Erin found it. She needs to do it 100%. We all okay. took a quiz. We took a quiz. <laughs> well, first, I don't know how Wes is editing this, but thanks for listening to our ramblings and welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Sinister Sunrise. You love our patter. You know it. I'm Erin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like literally, like my voice is just like normal, and then it's like like four seconds later. So it's the red wine. Haven't had my it mom in said, a while. Sorry, my mom's like I couldn't get through more than two episodes of your podcast. You just laugh too much. I didn't understand anything you said. <laughs> and now listening to us, I'm like, wow. No, that tracks. We are just <clears throat> laughing. I'm very You're sorry, welcome. Stephanie. I'm going to talk like this the entire podcast forever for you, and never laugh again. Today's topic. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I can't. This is the most serious episode to date. Yeah, guys, even the ones with like the most morbid, sinister things we've ever talked about in life, I'm like, like there's no, no, we laugh. I can't help it. You see the light. We hope you're laughing. Yes, we hope you're laughing along with us. Like, I hope you're laughing too. It's also like nervous laughter too. Oh yeah, especially for my stories because I'm like, this is fucked up, but. And we're like, yeah, what if this happened instead? That'd be worse, I guess. Not really. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, I think there's something wrong with my brain. Because I was telling you guys in the last episode, too, like, my old roommate, Brooke, and best friend, she used to hate watching, like, scary movies with me or, like, really dramatic movies. Mm-hmm. Because it'd be like, I don't know, like, the ca- this huge car accident has happened and someone's love of their life is in it. And I would start busting up laughing. And she's like, excuse me? And I was like, sorry, but like, wouldn't it be funny if like they zoomed in and then he was playing the song like Toxic by Britney Spears really loud? And she's like, I guess you, but they like, weren't. And I was like, yeah, you, but what if they your did? Brain, your brain is Joe Dirt. Like, I'm just going to like the, that movie. Like, that's <laughs> like that's always playing leaks. in your head, I feel like. <laughs> it's just like always constantly relating to like make it like a comedic effect. <laughs> maybe. I think maybe it's like a nervous tick. I don't know. I don't like serious things so much. So I like the serious podcast that we laugh at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have to laugh at it or else we would never be able to like inform people about the sinister shit we read about. So sorry, not sorry, is, y'all. We did call it Sinister Sunrise, as in there is sun where there is sinisterness. Mm-hmm. Rise mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Erin, you picked something <laughs> for us to do today. I did. Because it's a group so, topic. 
Yes, it is a group topic. So usually we already kind of pick out our order ahead of time. Um, But this time we are talking about Dominican Republic urban legends. So we each chose a different legend to talk about. So there's not necessarily an order we have to go in. So I looked on to BuzzFeed, of course, and I found this urban legends quiz. So it's a true or false quiz. Um, It asks you whether or not you know whether an urban legend is actually like based off of fact or if it's completely fiction. So I Mm -hmm. believe you guys already took it before we started. Yeah, I did. But I just want to say really quick, because you said someone asked before, when she said we know our order, we know our order for the group topics, because usually it kind of makes sense in flow. Not like on a regular day, but on the group topics. Yeah, just for the group topics. Because because sometimes, you know, I usually go last because like, hi, afterlife. I can't really go first usually. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it makes sense. But this one, it was more like an actual collective information-based. Yeah. So yeah, this is a little, really fun little thing that Aaron found for us. Um, we could probably link it, right? If you want to take it, which is interesting. I think we should. I, I yeah. can't wait yeah. to hear everyone's scores. Like, it's out of yeah. 10. So yeah, there are just 10 questions. One should have been a gimme. The very first one should have been a gimme point. Nope. <laughs> no, I don't you know guys get it was. wrong? <laughs> what? Tell me the question. I got it The wrong. body under the bed. <laughs> no, that one I got I- right. I clicked on it and I went, no, 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 no. And <gasps> shame. Morgan, like, no. Shame. I read shame. it too fast. I'm so sorry. I know. I literally <laughs> was like, God, they're going to give me so much shit. Okay. Read the questionnaire. And I will. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, my story is short. I don't know about your guys'. So we could, probably could go through all of them. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me put it up. I had it up a second ago. Okay. Pick three. So. Pick three. Pick three. While you're finding that, I do want to let oh. everyone know why we picked this topic. Oh, and why did like, we pick what? this topic? I yeah. Like, I was like... I thought there was a reason. I am going on my honeymoon to the Dominican Republic. Fingers crossed mm-hmm. that we can leave the country. Yes, yes And they yes. said, how fun would it be <laughs> to tell you all this spooky shit in this yeah. country that you I mean, will be going to? Yeah. I'm talking about two urban legends. I know you guys will at least have one each. So, Sarah, the chances of you coming across one of these might be pretty high. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I'm acting like I don't like it, but when we get down there, I will make it a point to try and search one out. We will be there for seven I days. I have plenty of time. All right. So I'll just go over – I'll go over one I got wrong and then a couple others. So the one I got wrong was a hanging corpse Halloween decoration. Turns out to be a real dead person. I put false. True. I Yeah, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's an accident. Yeah. So sad. I saw it in a movie. Okay. Too. Which means it has to be real. Do you remember yeah. that, like mm-hmm. – Scary Park that had like real murders in it. Is this a movie or real life? It's a movie. Scary Park? Like a yeah, theme like park? A, it's like a Halloween <clears throat> themed park. And there was a real killer in it. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That anyway. sounds really scary. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Yeah, scary. Aaron, mm-hmm. read the one that we that I should have gotten right. In yes, the one Morgan Shame. should have gotten correct was someone checks into a hotel and notices a strange smell turns out there's a dead body in the mattress is true we talked about this one yes hopefully you listened to my story about that in a previous episode guys yeah. don't be la- don't be lame like me get that one right thank you <laughs> if not please refer back to our previous episodes and you can find yeah. the story yep 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 and then the other okay so the one i got wrong was uh the other one i got wrong was a human finger was found in a bowl of wendy's chili i was like that just sounds like it would have happened 
I said true. It's a huge I said true like, too. story. Yeah. It had like, a huge we- story, but I didn't realize it was fake. So okay, they so got Aaron, me that one. What was your score? Eight out of ten. Sarah, what was yours? Eight out of ten. Mine too! <laughs> ah, sweet. I knew we were all going to get the same score. I think we all got different ones wrong, though. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I definitely got the Wendy's one right. I was like, mm, I know it's a story, but I'm pretty sure it's falsy. But yeah. I feel like Wendy's would not be open if that happened back when it was supposed to happen <laughs> anymore. I don't know. That was Slap that's a lawsuit. They get it over and done with. They could be back up and running. <laughs> Man, it is true. I kind of hated on Wendy's for a long time. And then I had their Asiago chicken. <laughs> Bruh. It's free fire. Pretty fire. <laughs> I do their nuggets. They have good mm-hmm. nugs. I do have good nugs. And man, you can't, you can't go wrong with a Frosty hat. Wendy's, Ooh. please sponsor us. Thank you. <laughs> right? A frosty a day keeps me happy every day. <laughs> cut that out that was lame that was so no keep it in because that was really bad oh crap what are we gonna do aaron you're the boss this episode i just decided you were okay first i think what we're gonna have to do is nose goes god damn it every fucking time but i'll be last (laughs) because i said it so all right fine sarah me aaron yes Tis only fair. Tis only fair. You did miss the body in the in the Panthers one. Okay, that's fair. fair, 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 Yeah, I can't forget. I really that's pretty yeah, I know. I'm as soon as I clicked it, I went, motherfucker. I'm sorry. People (sighs) forget. No, no, no. So yeah, again, our topic, our group episode, Dominican Republic, Urban Legends. Miss Sarah, what do you have for us today? My urban legend is honeymoon's gone wrong. And no, it's not. I was so very excited. Shook. I was like, dang, girl, I, I thought like, we kind of like put some ideas together, but I don't remember seeing that one. I'm kind of mad. I just thought of that. I probably could have been like, what's the worst thing? No, that's too real for me. But yeah, I had Zanganos. Zanganos. Ooh. Tell me so, more. Tell me more. <laughs> he didn't have a car and we didn't go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did go all the way to these three resources, the sevenworlds.wordpress.com, Wikipedia, and my favorite, roughrides.com. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I could have used a lot of them, but they all said the exact same thing verbatim. Yeah. That's so, what I stumbled upon, too. All my sources were like, it yeah. was literally copy and paste of what the other, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I kept looking through, like, give me something new. Come on, come on. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, Zanganos, which I did not look up how to say that, Zanganos, are often grouped with the El Galapote. And basically, they're just a shape-shifting man. This man can shape-shift into a flying creature if they are a Zangano, or into a dog-like creature if they're a man. No, I'm just kidding. If they are a Galapote. They can also shift into inanimate objects. The example I found on sevenworlds.com is that they can shift in, well, the example I found on everywhere yeah. is they can shift into tree trunks and stones why anyone would want to do hmm. that i don't know well very <laughs> stealthy that's though. a nice boulder and we also just three ladies with little lady brains and degrees what would we know <laughs> men are so much more it's smart not just and a boulder. it's a rock it's a rock <laughs> <laughs> And then you go over to it and it 
it's boom it's a man like what oh my gosh i hope it's like the rock as a boulder but he still has the eyebrow like (gasps) (laughs) stealth mode yes that reminds me the way you said that the way you said that sarah that reminds me of like those tiktoks you send us where it's like the guys kind of dress like nerdy or whatever and then goes boom so could you imagine like it's a boulder and then it turns into the rock those are my uh, favorite please hold you yeah i now have a tiktok i will make it i have one video and it has one like <laughs> share it with I, us please no i'm too old it just it's a nature video it's not even something funny because i don't Aww. have the balls for that yet give Aww. it time people give it time i'm yeah. so this, impressed this the rock one though i can tell you right now is gonna be a hit oh my uh, god i can't breathe yes Yes, 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 yes. Okay, found it. So these creatures don't just chop it. Don't just stop <laughs> at changing chop the stumps. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> they don't just chop at the bit. Um, they can also control animals and transfer their desires into other creatures. Mm. And I can Whoa. tell I also had a glass Whoa. of wine when I did this research because I said, what do they look like? Invisible. That isn't true. They can also make themselves invisible is something to note. But basically, they can um, shapeshift into any dog-like creature if they're the El Galapote or if they're a Zangano. Zangano, excuse me. I don't know which way it is. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It'd be any kind of flying creature. Like birds. Did I tell you guys I was attacked by a bird on my 15th birthday? Oh, Happy birthday. <laughs> it was... They never told you this? No. I don't think so. No, it was really good that it happened to me. I needed to be brought down a couple notches. I was 15 and thought I was some hot shit. So this was good. It was a good help. <laughs> my parents took me to Chicago Maybe. for my birthday back when you could like go places and not have to, you know, be scared. Yeah. And it's a hot summer day. My birthday's in June. I'm walking out. It's busy as all hell. Okay. And like it's me, my mom, dad, and brother. And all you hear is like, ah, this angry ass bird. And it flies into the back of my head and then gets stuck in my hair. And it's like, and so I'm screaming, like swatting it away. And I look up and everyone has stepped back four steps, including <laughs> my family. And they're all just laughing because I'm okay now. And I was like, I hate this. And the rest of the day. Own. Oh, yeah. The rest of the day, my brother kept making bird sounds and punching me in the back of the head. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's um, good. It was necessary. What kind of bird was this? I'm just curious. I don't know. It was in the back of my head. I didn't see it. An oh, angry shit. bird. Like, was it big, like a seagull, or small, like a sparrow? No, it was pretty small. Okay. Because it didn't, like, I knock mean, me over. It just got stuck in my blonde hair, dang. which I was box dying at the time, so maybe they thought it was a nest. I don't really know, but oh. <laughs> we've come a long way, all right? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Fun, I'm so sorry fun for that. family memory. Maybe it was a Zanganos? What did you call it? Say the word again. Zangano? Zangano. Zangano. Maybe it was a Zangano and he just wanted to put his beliefs on you. Or, yeah. I did change drastically at that <laughs> moment in time. Oh, learned a lesson because he smacked it back of your head. Uh, no, this would not be a Zangano because according to local lore, both creatures are known to be very, very cruel and violent and strong, like weirdly strong. Oh. So strong that bullets won't even wound them. Oh. Yes, yes, my precious. And their favorite activity is frightening people that travel by the cover of darkness. And they also like to lead people away from the path so much so that they get hopelessly lost. Oh, shoot. So they got a lot of powers. 
Heck yeah. Um, the really cruel Zanganos, Zanganos, whatever you like to say, will fly high over the heads of people and then swoop down to suck the blood of children. And it can have unwanted sexual relations with people. It didn't say with children, oh. so I'm not saying that. I'm thinking with adults. Because I think even they Oof. have to have limits. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact, but I would like to believe that. Yeah. We'll give them one one little piece of hope. Yes. You're mean sons of bitches, but you do have standards. Isn't that right? If you're a Zangano, speak up now or forever hold peace. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To protect yourself, you will need to carry a protective amulet and cross yourself awesome. And cross yourself often, not don't cross yourself awesome. <laughs> I mean, it is awesome if you cross yourself, but you want to do that often. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Wait, I'm, am I dumb? What does that mean? Like, you mean like Father, Son, Holy Spirit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, cross yourself like... like well, my next sentence was, way. as in... No, we're going to double Dutch in the middle of the... No. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> as in the Holy Cross on your chest. I'm so sorry. I jumped the gun. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Sorry. You're good. For those brave individuals who want to kill one... Great news! It's possible. You simply need to do the following things. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, but a bullet can't kill him, so yeah, teach me, because obviously we... And also, you need to keep this in your back pocket for when you go on your honeymoon, so Mm -hmm. yes, teach us all. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just three simple steps. Oh, perfect. Okay, so, yeah. Step, well, hit the mic. Step one, obtain a knife or a machete, whichever is easiest, that has been blessed by a priest. All right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Wait for Good Friday. Oh, that's a long, okay. That's a long way, way. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because you got to, it takes planning. And then you got to take that blessed cutting utensil and cut down a tree branch, then fashion that branch or branches into a cross. Now with that cross, I don't know what you do, but somehow you can kill it with that because that's where all the websites ended on how to kill it. <laughs> it's probably like a vampire because it sucks blood, right? Yes. Probably got Oh, like- maybe. Well, wait, you don't kill a vampire with a cross. It just keeps them away. Maybe you got to... Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, it. fashion them into a spear. That's what I thought you were going to say. Or Maybe you spear Excuse the me. end of the cross. Yeah. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> so somehow with those three steps, you can kill it. Maybe you can kill it if you stab it while holding this. Kind of like a Lady huh. Liberty thing, like one hand. Yes. Yeah. Got the cross. Sure. Got the machete. Ay, ay, ay. Let's go. <laughs> That's the sound I guess I would make when I kill a Zingano. <laughs> no. Zingano. Lord um, if you want to become a Galapote or Zangano, that's simple mm. too. Just mosey oh, on right. down to wherever you can find your local devil and trade him your soul for shape-shifting powers. Small oh. price, really. Yeah. Okay. Or if you're not, you know, super into that, lame, you can visit a witch doctor. Not a fake oh. one, like in the movies, but a real witch doctor. Witch doctor. Okay. And they can help you transform into another being. So the Ooh. devil or a witch doctor. You take a pick. Yeah, these oh. notes are... Ooh. Uh, <laughs> mm, I guess... Mm, I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to be a little little mid-twenties girl. for. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to do witch doctor. I just want to okay. meet one. <laughs> I'll the devil that way and cool. see what happens. <laughs> the glue's like, I'll just go visit the devil. It's fine. Well, I was just thinking... Okay, I didn't even write this down, but I had this thought the other day. If you're going to a devil and you're trading him your soul for something, he is the devil, right? Does he actually have to trade you something or can he just take your soul? Like, I don't imagine he oh, has to be 600%. like... 
He yeah. could just take you. Because it depends yeah, on how luck, valuable Aaron. you are. Hmm. He would just take Aaron's, but, you know, it's fine. He'd probably give her, like, all of hell just to be down there. Like, <laughs> I've heard you're the glue. I need you for my hellish podcast. You are my wife. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> yep. Don't say his Sorry. name down here. It's very harsh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you cannot be named. Um, okay, so Aaron's now in hell with Satan himself ruling. Mm-hmm. A lot of families <laughs> in the southern region of Dominican Republic, or DR as it's called sometimes, if you're cool, um, will threaten their children with galapotes or zanganos as a way to get Ooh. them to behave or not go in the woods at night. And some families swear that their great grandparent or other members members of their family are known shapeshifters. Whoa. In the yes, the biggest legend surrounding Zangano, Zanganos, I'm sorry, I should have looked this up. Zanganos and Galapotes is that of the 1962 Palma Sola massacre. I'm sure you're both very familiar with this. Yeah, totally. Totally. Do you want to like tell everyone about it maybe? Yeah, Morgan, go ahead. Yeah, you look like you're really oh, Aaron, Aaron, no, I'm please. listening. I, you are the glue. Just teach us. <laughs> Can you paper machete this? Okay. I'm going to be real, real with you. I've had th- almost three glasses of wine. Sarah, I don't even remember what you just asked if I knew. Like, <laughs> um, what? The Palma Sola Massacre. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I- so it's when the Zanganos came and they met with the devil and he said, go forth and multiply. And they said, <laughs> we can't because I'm a, they, <laughs> because I'm a boulder. And I'm a tree stump. How am I supposed to multiply? And then he said, oof, let me turn you into a real Zangano. And then a you can boy. become a man. Yep, a real boy. <laughs> and you may go forth and multiply and make more Zanganos and give me their souls. And they said, okay. You are, you're so close. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, but you've had a couple, so I don't blame you. Thank in you. the south of the Dominican Republic, there was this huge hurricane in the early 1900s. And in all the chaos, a boy named Oliverio Mateo went missing. His family was upset and did a nine-day prayer ritual for the dead, which is pretty common, or was pretty common. I don't know know if it still is. And on the ninth day, Oliverio walked back in the front door and back into the lives of his relieved parents. Wow. The child tells them that he was transported to heaven and then sent back to earth by God himself. So, you know, go forth and live. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Not, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and of course the townspeople then regarded him as jesus christ reincarnate and oh. decades later this little boy starts going by the name papa laborio and he starts <laughs> cult as you do <laughs> papa laborio i'm making him sound italian but he's dominican republican <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he starts a cult. Yeah, his cult didn't sound like a scary one. It was more of like a commune with some really good ideas. Like he wanted to fight for the salvation of the world and build a different world. I really got creative with my use of world. So in his world, he wanted it to be equal and have a lot of solidarity. So basically just very similar to the hippie ideals in the 1960s. Hey. Just a, yeah, just a bunch of people that thought life could be better and equal for all. I'm a fan. America. <laughs> comes into the picture (laughs) 
and thinks Papa Laborio, I won't say his name ridiculous, is a problem. He is, a, you know, the man could not keep him down. So we lovely Americans persecuted and executed Papa. Oh, Eek. not Papa. <laughs> not mm. Papa. Great, great Americanos. Okay. Um, good news, though. His message lived on and he became a martyr. So now, 1962, twin brothers and priests. They are both priests and they are twin brothers. Which sounds like it could be a really fun movie with the Wayne brothers. Yes. <laughs> the ones from White Chicks. Hell. Um, stop Stop the recording. I We, we gotta write a letter to them right now. Like, yes. Absolutely. I think it's way in, but whatever. Yes, I would pay Same so thing. much money for those tickets. Anyway, they established a new commune, but they kept preaching the word of Papa Laborio. And hmm. a lot of people were getting on board the teachings. I mean, the timing was right because, yet again, we're in the 60s now. So think about even 60s in America. Like, this is good timing for this. Uh, people were becoming more and more aware. They're getting on board the teachings. And also, um, they started getting, like, some political power. And as you can imagine, the Dominican government was not cool with this. And they acted pretty, pretty harshly, in my opinion. Yet again, what do I know? Just a little lady. Well, average size lady. And the government ordered a na- <laughs> the government ordered a napalm strike and killed six hundred people of these peaceful yeah. Killed six hundred oh, no. of these peaceful cult members. And that is the Palma Sola massacre. So the survivors which I don't know if you know what napalm is, but they said they're like basically burned alive. Like it was mm-hmm. not yeah. a great way. Isn't it like Vaseline stuff that like sticks to your skin? And then I think so. like it just burns you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what? Ugh. I was really far off with my other guess of what this all whole situation was, so let's not listen to me about this. <laughs> no, I think that's pretty close. Okay. I didn't look into wow. it too much because that actually like bleh, bleh, yeah, yeah. I can't do yeah. it. No. Anyway, so there were some survivors of this massacre, and they're said to be Galapotes or Zanganos. And they people say they survived by transforming themselves into trees and rocks. That's how they're able to avoid detection and complete eradication. Oh. Hmm. Very yes. smart. And that is my story on Galapotes and Zanganos, which to me sounds like a tale to not travel at nighttime and also maybe not join a cult, but pretty cool if it's real. I will search them out when I'm down there. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, let us know. Report back look to us. S- yeah, look for some crazy looking stumps, fam. <laughs> oh, I think it's also only men. I didn't see that any ladies could do it. So if I come back with a handful of rocks, don't ask any questions. Cool, cool, cool. Which you? I may have just Which traded... You? play for some rocks <laughs> he's a bird now he's we don't know where he is he's just gone <laughs> as he's like fuck you i'm still here shut up bird i have rocks to go home with <laughs> look at all these boulders oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> all right well miss morgan <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna try to take you on a journey with two oh. different urban legends that i have for you can you guys hear me okay? <clears throat> I can't, but all I want you to do is sing like, I can show you the world. Take you uh, legend by legend. Yeah. Over why am rocks. I singing it? Why am I singing it? You're singing it. Go for it, girl. Keep going. No, I was handing it off. That's all I had. Oh, well, um, that's all I have too. So today, okay. I'm, <laughs> today I'm bringing you two because uh, they're a little bit shorter and I have zero historical information for you because Sarah brings it and I am just here bringing you 
what's probably not even true. But here we go. No, to be fair, that was a lot easier for me to research than galapotes and stuff. I don't know how you do this every week. The history, I was like, oh, yeah, we can dive in. Mm-hmm. You are a goddess yeah, a- in my mind. Oh, thank you. Well, it was... It, I really tried to go deep, especially for once I did the research before, like, the day of. Um, <laughs> it's me. Sorry. I, y'all, you know you love me. Um, but I I did it, like, Thursday, for Wednesday mm-hmm. and Thursday. And I tried. I really tried to dive deep. But like you said, it, every single site is, like, a copy and paste, maybe, like, a slightly different variation of the information. So mm-hmm. what I'm bringing yeah. you, I, I didn't write my sources down here. I have them saved on our files and stuff but they're very similar but you can learn a little bit from each kind of one that you look at so the first one i'm bringing you is las iguapas uh they um to me and they reference it later it very much reminds me of a siren so las iguapas are described as small women with long thick jet black hair down to their ankles and they also are known to have a blue or black skin and i was like oof that's gross but most of the pictures i saw they just look like (laughs) Darker skinned women with long hair, uh, very dark eyes. They're kind of bigger eyes and they're very small. Um, I think one site said a meter. I did not do the conversions for that. Is that three feet? Is that three feet? Uh, no, a yard is, is three feet. Oh, shit. They're right. little. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, Sarah, math me. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. You're close. You know, I think you're actually pretty spot on. One meter is 3.28084 feet. So three, right, so three I think, is good. Roughly, right. roughly three feet. Yeah. So they're little. They're very small. Um, so you will know when one is near because it is said that it's in the, they live in like the mountainous region of the Dominican Republic, the woods and the mountains. And you will know when, no one, when one is around because there are said to be no sounds, no birds, no wind. Mm. It is dead quiet, except for the, quote, soft whispers and howls that flow through the breeze and echo through the canopies. This call draws you in until the creature finally reveals itself. Um, Yeah, I know. I had to quote that because it was very nice. Again, they live in, like, the wooded mountain regions of the Dominican Republic. The, The weirdest trait, like, physical trait about them is their feet are on backwards. So from about like Ooh. right, I know, right below the kneecap, it's literally like their whole leg just is the other way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why? It, What's it, the point of that? I don't. I'll get to it later, but it's it's weird. <laughs> so <laughs> there are two versions of Las Iguapas. Uh, one seems to be much more darker than the other. One, it is simply told that they are timid creatures that live and sleep in treetops. Uh, there could be one Siguapa or there could be a group. It kind of differs on like where I did my research. Like some of them say they kind of travel in like a little pack and some of them make it sound like it's one individual creature. This one again said it was like a group that lived in the treetops. Um, it is said to be the descendant of a small race of people that lived within the secluded mountains long before the first indigenous people crossed over into the Great Antilles. However, the more sinister version of this tale, it describes them as a demon which lives in the caves and and lures lonely men with their beauty and sensuality, ensuring that the victim is brought to them with a hypnotic stare. 
Um, so like they like they go and find mm. them and they do their they sing their weird little siren songs and then they like stare them down and they're like, come to my cave. And then they go. Yeah, so it leaves them back to their quote dwelling in a cave where she consumes them to bare bones or traps them forever for her carnal pleasures. Oh. So take that as you will. Yeah, they're not great. <clears throat> Isn't carnal uh, pleasures banging? I looked it up and it actually is more of like a it's not always banging. It's more like it's like the simple pleasures of life. So like she could make them her slave. It could be a sexual slave. It could be like making them like to clean up her house. It seemed that's what I got the vibe of the definition. It's not always sexual, but it could be. Right. I know I was like at first I was like, OK, some beautiful women. And then I was like, oh, wait, they bang in these men. So they either it's like a black widow. They either eat you or they have sex with you or both, I guess. So, yeah, <laughs> here's the hope. Um, I like my sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me. Um, so going back to your question earlier, Miss Sarah, for the backwards feet, because I was like, what is the point? And that's like the weirdest, like everything else just seems like she seems like a little woman with beautiful hair. Oh, yeah. She naked too. I don't know if I said that. Her hair, like her hair is to her ankles. So it's like, that's her clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. She's like a mermaid for real. Yeah. Um, the backwards feet, though, it is known in many myths and legends that it is being a trait that reveals a ghost or a non-human. So usually something like that of an odd physical abnormality is to what is supposed to trigger the human or the like people of our world to know that it's not real. So sometimes like I know that they've said in past like podcasts I've listened to and they talk about like doppelgangers or things like that. There's always like that one thing that is weirder off about them so that's mm-hmm. kind of where, where that come where that came from yeah so uh mythical creatures guide.com i did source this one i don't know why it was a week ago i can't tell you why i did what i did <laughs> uh they do have uh <laughs> they do have quote nocturnal habits and the odd pairing of their backwards feet does play into the fact of uh you never know which direction they're going because their feet are backwards, so it's kind of like, wait, what what direction were they headed? Ooh. Were they walking backwards? Were they walking forwards? Oh. You don't know. Yes. So to kind of sum it up, uh, El- or Las Iguapas are considered to be beautiful in appearance to some, yet horrendous to others. They are compared to mermaids, beautiful yet cruel and far from innocent. So kind of like I mentioned earlier how I felt that they were kind of like siren-esque. It's very much so like... It kind of goes back and forth of the two stories about them. Like one, like they're a timid, shy creature and the next they literally eat you. So (laughs) you never know what you're going to get. Apparently there is a Dominican film called El Mito de la Ciguapa, which means the myth of the Ciguapa. And that came out in 2009. I did not watch it, but if you would like to learn more about them, it's a film. I'm assuming it is not in English, but yeah. So that is (laughs) La Ciguapas. Ooh. Thank you. And then I got one more. is so much better than mine. I'm impressed. Oh, thank you. I It sounds uh, so natural out of your mouth. <laughs> thank you. The four years of Spanish, I guess I picked up one thing. They barely passed me. Anyway, so <laughs> the next one I have for you, very short little quickie. Uh Duendes or Los Menos y Los Menos Menos. It's they're very similar, kind of like how you mentioned earlier, Sarah, with your two um Mm -hmm. urban legends mine the only there's a couple differences so los menos uh it's similar to the duendes but they kidnap children and live in nature while the duendes is more 
of a prankster, not necessarily evil. So they are both similar to gnomes or goblins. They are mischievous or jokesters, much like the Sigawapa. Uh, People say that they can be good or bad depending on their mood. So if you catch a uh, Duende Sin a positive mood when they're like, aha, I got you, then it's like, okay, laugh it off and they're done. Otherwise, they're like, hey, I'm going to call my little friends the Los Minos and I'm going to kidnap your kids. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. It, they did <laughs> They did kind of say that they're much like a poltergeist, you know, kind of just like not necessarily like harmful activity, but just trying to like get you rattled. Um, they are known to move things around, make things disappear until you give up on trying to find them, and then they appear again. They live in groups, no more of five, um, but they are rarely seen. So it is said that they are invisible unless they want to be seen. So good luck, you're probably never going to see one. They seem to resemble body size of a young boy. So like, kind of like, same thing as a, let's say Uwapa, like very, just like a small child, but they look like an old man. So literally, body of a kid, old gnome man. So I immediately thought of a giant version of Sarah's gnome that lives in her flower pot on her deck. That's I was thinking more like a Benjamin of. Button. But That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. my gnome is probably the right size, yeah. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> yes. So Duendes, again, they kind of... They're more for poltergeist activity and live in, they seem to like reside in homes and they live in like the dark corners or like places where you will never see them. Besides, they said sometimes you'll see like an outline of something and then poof, it's gone. And then the Los Menos are very similar, but they like to kidnap your children and they live in the woods. So you might be able to find some of these, Sarah. These two are probably a little bit more likely for you. So that's what I got for you. The Duendes and Los Menos. Of the Dominican Republic. Boom. I hope nice. I find a prankster one. That sounds fun. Those are cool. Yeah. I don't have any kids His for little it to picture steal. was kind of cute. Yeah. No, please don't bring your children. I mean, they could steal Clay, <laughs> I guess, but. He's already a, what's the word? What's your word? Zanganos? Zanganos. Yeah. yeah. He's already a Zanganos. You can't kidnap him. He's a bird. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he flies away and just sitting here like, just me and a boulder. It's great. Great honeymoon. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, those are my three. Miss Erin, you up, girl. All right. So I will be talking about the legend of El Cucuy, the Latin American version of the boogeyman Ooh. for you guys today. Oh, I'm excited. Hell yeah. <laughs> so per Wikipedia and Mexico Unexplained, this urban legend originated in Portugal and the earliest known written record of what the legend would become today dates back to the year 1274 in a book whose title translates, which I'm not going to say the Portuguese version, but it translates to book three of grants of King Alfonso III. And the book described what they called the coco or coca as a large, vicious sea creature with spikes and a shell like a tortoise. Oh, but so like Bowser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My yeah. 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 That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I would go with that. Now put them on but a little since, Mario Kart. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so since its origins, though, in Portugal, the legend of El Cucuy spread throughout the Spanish-speaking world, and the description of El Cucuy changed over the years as the tale was circulated by word of mouth. Today, there is no one agreed-upon depiction of the monster. So some variations describe it as a small, hairy, wolfman-like creature with glowing red eyes, large pointy ears, and sharp teeth. Other variations describe it as a ghost, a big, shaggy black bear, or even a large alligator-like beast. Ooh, Some you know I versions... love a good gator. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I love alligators. <laughs> Just judge me. <laughs> well, maybe not this alligator. Some versions of the legend say that El Kukui appears wearing a cloak, while others say that he is seen carrying a skull or a severed head. Some oh. variations say that he can take the shape of any shadow, and he may hide under your bed or in your closet. There no. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's high fashion, and he has <laughs> ballsy accessories. You know what? This is avant-garde, and I can get behind it. You work I'm it. Deceased. Don't hate on my gate, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, there is. <laughs> you gator hater. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> There is one detail that hasn't changed over the centuries, though. El Kukui enjoys feasting on misbehaving children. Joe Hayes, a storyteller and collector of folktales, heard the story many times when he was a child. He remembered adults telling him and other kids, quote, you better be good. If you are not good, El Kukui is going to get you and he's going to take you away. He asked other adults around his town to tell him more about the legend, and after hearing their descriptions, he personally came to believe that El Kukui took the form of an old man with a twisted back that lived in a cave in the mountains. And the man had two ears, but one ear looked like a typical human ear, while the other ear was big and red, which basically gave him, I guess, superhuman hearing. It was believed he could hear up to 250 miles away, and he used that ability to locate disobedient children who he would later kidnap. So he could hear (gasps) everything and anything. He's like a messed up Santa. Yeah. (laughs) That's scarier than a wolf in the woods. Yeah, bro. Like and a Krampus, back thing. Krampus, however you say it. Yeah. Krampus. That's what Krampus, we call Winnie. excuse me. Krampus. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's what we call Winnie. When she's being bad. Okay, Krampus. I don't know why. She just looks like, yeah, I was a like Krampus. How does that translate? Like <laughs> She's like a shaggy little ragamuffin, Krampus. You know, my mind goes in mysterious ways. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Talking okay. to my goodie. I need to learn about how crazy. Oh, cool. I know. I, I'm, like, right there with him. I don't think I can hear 250 miles away, but pretty good hearing with these big old ears. Let's yeah. Go. <laughs> Give him a run for his money. Yeah. In his YouTube video, Hayes told the story about three sisters who lived in a small village with their father. The youngest daughter was around eight or nine years old, and she always worked hard around the house. Their mother had passed away not long ago, and their dad was the only one working and earning money. So the youngest helped him out by doing the chores and preparing dinner each day. The That's two, nice. yeah, right. The two older daughters who were supposed to help their little sister out never did, though, choosing instead to tease their sister or just play games. The father eventually found out that his older daughters were taking advantage of their sister, and he became angry and told them, You better listen to me. One of these days, I'm going to call El Kukui to come and get you. But the two oldest daughters didn't believe in El Kukui. They joked about their father's threat and refused to do any work around the house. 
they thought their father was making him up until one day the sisters took picking on their sibling to a whole other level. The older sisters took ashes out of the fireplace and threw them in the living room while the youngest was sweeping, and they tied knots into their father's wet shirts, which the younger sister wasn't able to get out. Plus, that's just horrible because he's at work. Yeah. (laughs) Not nice. Yeah. Their father returned home and found out what his two oldest daughters had done, and he became enraged. He went back out of the house, turned towards the mountains, and yelled out to El Kukui to take his bad daughters away. After a few minutes, yeah, he wasn't messing around. (laughs) And after a few minutes when nothing happened, the two girls believed their father was putting on an act. So they ran around the room chasing each other while yelling cuckooey. So they didn't believe it. However, Um, this is exactly like the labyrinth with David Bowie. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just going to throw that out there. I've never seen it, but I'll let you know when I watch it. I've also (laughs) never seen it. Okay. uh, I'll watch Joe Dirt again. We've talked about this multiple times. (laughs) If you guys watch the labyrinth. Deal. It looks good. I just don't know where to watch she it. She asked the Goblin King to come take her baby brother away. So it's very similar to me. That's I got chills when you said he called went to the mountains and called El Kukui. So Yeah. It may I don't know. You'll have to let me know at the end if it's the same. I don't know if it is. <laughs> I mean this he's not an like, alligator man, so probably not. <laughs> no, this could have been the origin story for Cinderella if the stepmom had died and not the dad. Oh bro, yes. He would not yeah. have put up with this shit. Mm-mm. <clears throat> So tell us what happened. Tell us more. Tell us more. So that night, El Kukui came down from the mountain and into the village. The villagers Mm. noticed his glowing red ear and ran away, but El Kukui didn't go after the villagers. He continued walking until he made his way to the house where the three sisters and their father lived. He literally walked inside as the family was eating dinner, and he just plucked up the two oldest girls and went out. He's on a mission. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop him. And the girls cried and begged him not to take them, but he didn't pay them the slightest bit of attention. When they reached the cave in the mountains, he took the girls into the deepest part where he kept them and fed them just enough to keep them alive. Specifically, they would eat one flour tortilla on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and one corn tortilla on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And on Sunday, they were only given a single glass of water. And then they were all super in shape for their wedding. They looked great for the photos. (laughs) This is actually my dieting I'm doing right now. (laughs) One One corn tortilla. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I would be the most angry person. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. The girls, as they were stuck in the cave, sobbed and wondered if they would ever see their sister and father again. El Kukui would hear them cry out, and he would peek his head in and laugh at them, and he told them that their father and sister were happy to be rid of them, when in all actuality, the father hadn't slept since his daughters were taken, and he did attempt to search for El Kukui's cave in the mountains, but with no luck. So at this point in the story, about a week or so later goes by, not sure how much time, but a boy from the village was herding goats on the mountain, and when he started to head back, he realized that one of his goats was missing. He looked for the missing goat and went farther and farther up the mountain, stopping to listen from time to time. And one time he did stop, and he thought he heard the sound of bleeding. He followed the noise and discovered the missing goat, whose leg was, like, stuck between two rocks. Sarah, bleeding is the sound that goats make, like, meh, meh. That's, it's called a bleat, not bleed, bleat. Bleating, excuse me, yes. I I saw her, I'm sorry, I just saw Sarah's face of, like, excuse me, he heard bleeding? No. (laughs) Sorry. I don't so know sorry for everyone's ear holes, too, also. I just sheeped into the microphone. Okay, cool. I can tell we're friends because it only took my eyebrows to, like, scrunch. You're like, that's not what bleeding means. I know what you're thinking. 
<laughs> well, I mean, in all honesty, though, Sarah, I feel like you would be like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I smell heat, so. That was one time. <laughs> one time I said that. God. Got her. All, I'm sorry. For people at home, all I said was, I, <laughs> I don't remember what I said, actually. I was a couple drinks in. But I was trying to explain the smell of electrical heat, and I just kept saying heat. And now everyone thinks I am a freak who thinks she can smell temperatures. Hey, I, I backed you up. When, you, when, <laughs> when it's really cold, like you can smell rain, you can smell yes. snow. Yeah. Yes. It's the same. It's the same thing. Sarah, Although without looking just... at your phone, how hot does it smell outside today? <laughs> oh, like Aaron. Well, it's hard to tell because it probably smells around 93, but it feels around like 95 because of humidity. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. deceased. I can't. Get out of here, Aaron. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't. <laughs> no, that was pretty good. All right. I can smell heat. <laughs> I had to add it. We it all have superpowers. <laughs> I can tell when it's already hot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a 30% chance it's already hot. <laughs> I'm making myself into that meme this week. Look alive, everybody. Yes. 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 So as um, the herder tried to pry the goat's foot from the rocks, he heard a whimpering sound coming from somewhere below him. So he looked in between, um, in the crack between the two rocks, and he discovered the two sisters in the cave. So the boy helped the girls escape by using his jacket as like a makeshift rope. And he, you know, hoisted them out. And they began to make their way down the mountain towards the village. And around that same time, the father and younger sister were climbing up the mountain to search for the girls, and they ended up, you know, spotting each other and running into each other. Yay. So the girls, obviously excited, ran to their father and sister, and as they were hugging and crying, the daughters begged their father never to call for El Kukui again. I feel ya. <laughs> I wouldn't even say his name out loud. I'd start acting yeah, like Voldemort. Like, never mm-hmm. call for him again. Yeah. Yeah. The Alshur will not be named. Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. When the girls returned home, their work ethic and personalities entirely changed. They, <laughs> I would yeah, hope so. <laughs> they completed chores around the house. They were nice and friendly to everyone. They stopped teasing their sister, and their father kept his promise and never yelled out for El Kukui again. And when the girls got older, they married and eventually had children and grandchildren of their own. And today, those great 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 grandchildren are known for being the most polite children in town. <laughs> Do you want to eat a corn tortilla for the rest of your life every day? No. Now listen up. So Kukui's coming to get you. <laughs> I will say that that story and telling by Hayes, um, he wrote that as a, bi- a bilingual, excuse me, children's story. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, he's a storyteller and collects folk tales. And that Very obviously cool. had a happy ending. But most versions of the legend end where the child receives a harsher punishment. Sometimes misbehaving children are just spirited away, never to be seen again. Or El Kukui immediately eats them after they've been kidnapped. So a lot darker than Hayes telling of it. So Mm -hmm. after I did my research and I found kind of the same thing you guys did there, a lot of articles said pretty much the same exact thing. Um, I was kind of pondering, does El Kukui actually exist or could it have existed? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. It, it would be cool. I don't <laughs> think so. El Kukui. And similar with a couple of our stories, too, uh, El Kukui <laughs> and other ones we've told definitely seems like they are legends that have been passed down as a way for parents to keep their kids in line and to make sure that they behave. But I mean, mm-hmm. if it works, more power to you, parents. 
do what you got to do. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's it seems like other cultures are so like rich in the urban legends and the like, you know, keep your kids in line stuff. Like we've already found what two two or three examples from ours, mm-hmm. and with ours, it's like, okay, you got Mister Sandman, the Boogeyman. That's kind of it, and it's more like he's just gonna Rick. come get you at night, or like it's more like a like a, it's just a scary story. It's not like a, like a warning. You know, but also think like our country is a lot newer than these other like cultures and stuff. That's true. So they had That's all true. this time, like medieval times and everything to like think up these stories and like let them grow. Whereas we came over here and there was like different threats. So yeah. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. ones, because I wasn't sure which story I was going to choose first and research, but I mean, Latin American countries seems like seem like they are more spiritual anyway, like mm-hmm. witch mm-hmm. doctors, witches. Um, that's something that Dull they believe Island. in more than over mm. here in America, I would think. But yeah. yeah. Yet again, we were founded by the like, Quakers and all that and Puritans. And we have the devil well, himself. He is the worst yeah. to come get you. It's more like the wrath of God's going to come take you away versus. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. El Kukui. <laughs> so they're all different. Fair and enough. I will say. Um, since we do have um, some, you know, Spanish American areas, obviously in America, um, this urban legend is in America and has been passed down um, Ooh, over here. Cool. So I'm not sure how um, one of the articles I was reading was just kind of like, it'd be interesting to see if it changes anymore since it's made its way to America or if it'll yeah. still stay the same as it's being passed on. So I thought that was interesting to add. Yeah. But yeah, El that's Kuk- my story, guys. <laughs> El Kukui takes you to his cave and there's no Wi-Fi. So your phone is utterly useless. It's a nightmare. It's a freaking nightmare. He opens nightmare. a White Claw in front of you and drinks it all and doesn't give you a drop. He only gives you unfiltered water. No sparkling For shame. water. No LaCroix. <laughs> ah! Where <Yeah>. are we? <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yay. I yeah, love it. Yeah, that was it. fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Very I think cool. El Kukui might be the scariest. Uh, that's my vote. Uh, yeah. He has a lot of, like, physical weird things about him that made me go, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because he, like, it changed depending on the location and his time passed. So, again, mm-hmm. it, he could be many different things. We don't know for sure. So, Sarah, yeah, you, I think that might be the hardest one for you to find besides the <laughs> um, Zanganos. Yeah. I don't know. All I need is a weird-looking guy with a big red ear. I think I can find it. Yeah. Or we'll just- there you go. I won't wake up Andrew from his nap on the beach and half his head will get really red. And I'll be like, it's you. It's you. you. <laughs> his ears, one ear is sunburned. That's it. Oh, it would sunburn so bad too. I hope yeah. whenever you go, you just take all these pictures and Clavin's just like, oh, you know, taking shots of the scenery. And you're like, no, this is a Zangano's and this is a Zangano's and this. I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt. He like looks at the picture. Legends. He's like, what the hell were you taking? You're going to see all pictures these of me holding a cross. <laughs> I'm protecting us, Andrew. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, if anyone has a knife that's been blessed and has cut down a tree to make a cross out of it, please send it my way. I'm going to need that in a couple months. Yep. And or machete. I paid attention. That's true. That's true. We don't discriminate. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys liked our urban legends of what's supposed to be a peaceful week of my life. Let's find out. (laughs) Hopefully I live. Well, I'm not a child. I should be able to live and make it back. All the ones we covered. Yeah, it sounds like they're they're the most risky. Mm-hmm. Is the chill the children's? Yeah, yeah. You should be good. Here's the hoping. <laughs> well, hope you guys liked our short stories. Hope it was enough sinister sunrise to get you through your day. Morgan is laughing at me. Um, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm a very funny person. 
If you want to give us a follow on Instagram, please do so. We are delightful, sinister, and sunny, you might say. You can find us at <laughs> Sinister Sunrise Podcast at, well, Sinister Sunrise Podcast is the title there. <laughs> and if you want to send us <laughs> any stories or anything or any dreams for us to interpret, yet again, I'll call us this all the time. We are dancing monkeys for you. Mm-hmm. Send us stuff and we will do it. Um, you can send that to Sinister Sunrise podcast at gmail.com and that's all i had guys what do you have any input you want to give thank you Carter, always bro. thinks of something i forget she glues it yeah, up. yeah just don't forget to head over to apple podcast you know yes. follow us mm-hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts at too and just leave us a review over there that really helps us out and helps other people find us and we appreciate it yeah, yeah thanks guys not yeah. To, not thank you guys sound super super nerdy but if you like follow us on spotify and all of your other platforms we get to look at a lot of cool data like where you are like where our listeners are from and listens and all that cool stuff so if you and could that'd be swell and and <laughs> <laughs> no but we really do appreciate That's you guys it. following us please do continue yes to do i love you thank you thanks guys thanks guys